a naffy break with Job Oppo, an employability-focused podcast series that aims to shine a light on the sectors that work best for our veteran community. So I'm here with Dave Maps from This Week in FM. Um, we're at the ex-military Journey into FM Networking and Careers Showcase event. That's easy for me to say, Dave, isn't it? It's such a long title. Um, tell us a little bit about why I've set the event up today. Yeah, thanks, Dom. Um, well, essentially, we're here really just to support the, the ex-military community um, and help them with their transition process, really. You know, the FM community, uh, it's so vast and there are so many uh, positions that are applicable to, to those leaving the forces, the skill sets, uh, are just entwined um, and literally if we can bring these two communities together um, I'll, I'll be happy as Larry today. Uh, we've spoken on a pod before and you were kind enough to give us an overview of the sector uh, in the FM sector previously. What is it you think that really appeals to it, the, the employers and the companies that are here today represented as well? What is it about veterans that they're really kind of keen on tapping into? Uh, well, not just the skill sets, it's more about around the dedication. Um, take it the example for the event today, it officially started at one o'clock, but you know, uh, those leaving the military, it's drummed into them, you're never late. Everyone was here, bang early, um, dedication, commitment. Uh, on top of the skill sets, you know, what, what more could an employer ask for? Fantastic. Listen, hope the event goes well today, Dave. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. So I'm joined by Andy Reid, who's just given his uh, keynote speech at the uh, Veterans Into FM event. Uh, Andy, welcome. Welcome, mate. Yeah, thank you. Um, Andy, something you spoke about just at the end of your, uh, your your stint there was about the translation of kind of military skills and experience into the civilian world. And you talked there about what a section commander does is like a particular job in, in civilian street. When did that kind of dawn on you when you left? How long before you realised, actually... I've done this stuff before. It's just called a different name. Yeah, it took a, it took a while, and you know, I opened the bar up in uh, two thousand and twelve, and I thought, what role am I going to have in this bar apart from people in the town knowing it's my bar and going there drinking? And as I got chatting to to the guy I opened it up with, I thought, actually, going Costco, getting some more beers, and going ordering some more glasses. I've done this kind of stuff before. It's, it's like called stores course, isn't it? All arm stores course, you know, what went and did. And I just thought, actually, just, I'm, I'm accounting for how much beer's gone out, how many glasses have been broken, how many more glasses do I need ready for the weekend. And it just, and it, 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 it just kind of dawned on me and just dropped, actually. I've been prepared for this uh, in my army life, really. And I think it, it's all relatable, isn't it? You know, if you're a sergeant, for me, you're in charge of, what, like a platoon of 30 guys, aren't you? I was a full corporal. So, like I say, I owned the bar. I had a bar manager, two IC. I had staff there, private soldiers. So rather than writing the stag list, I'm writing the staff roster. Who's in on what day, what, what time they're in. You know, and again, you know, like you say, who wants what, who needs what ammunition? Well, they don't need ammunition anymore. I need more beer from Costco. Costco I think it depends whatever. which bar or which city you're in, to be honest, <laughs> might be a thing. But, but something that, that's kind of worth identifying there, I suppose, is, is the potential that a service leaver has for going into these different sectors. I think from what you were saying there in your, in your keynote was actually have some ambition there shouldn't be anything to hold you back yeah I think uh, you know you've got, we've got really relatable skills haven't we that we're not aware that we've got and it's just writing them down properly and translating them properly to the employer you know saying like you're a sniper instructor that means nothing to a civilian instructor but you, that, what it means is that you can retain information and regurgitate it so if you, that means you can teach someone to drive a forklift truck or you can teach someone to the operation 
environment of how to do, I don't know, certain things in within the civilian world. You know what I mean? You tra- if you can teach, you can teach, can't you? Yeah. You're not teaching snipers anymore. You're not teaching grenade lesson one. You're teaching skills that are used in the civilian world. And it's kind of saying, you know, a level, level three instructor and just leave the sniper bit out because they're not interested in that, really. Andy, listening, when you were speaking to the group in there, you left them with some really strong messages. And I, and I think that's a really strong message for what you said there. The skills you've done in the service will translate. You can do these things. It shouldn't hold anyone back. Yeah, 100%. I think you just go out there. And, and you know, we're not, we're not big, strong people, aren't we, in the military? We're, com- we're confident people, so... Don't be shy, like punching above your weight a little bit. You know, go out there. If you see a job, think actually, I think I could do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. And just, just, just go and smash it. You know what I mean? Just go like in through. Be, be super confident. Do your research on it. You know. And what I would suggest to a lot of guys leaving the military, really, was start going to networking events in your hometown where you live because it's, it's, it's all they saying in it. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Really, if you're gonna get into the FM world then start chatting to people in that world. Start following people on LinkedIn who's in that world. And not on LinkedIn now, you can follow the CEOs, can't you? You can follow the, the assistant manager, you can follow whoever. Get, get following them, see what they're doing, see what's happening in that, in that industry, see what the new thing is, and start networking with, with them people. That's fantastic news. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for your time. No worries, buddy. So I'm here with Mark Mosley, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about his business and why he's interested in the event today with the FM. Um, Mark, tell us a little bit about the connection that's got you here today. Um, so I own a pest control company called Pestcon Environmental, and um, uh, I come across a charity called Hero Openers, and they assign mentors to um, ex-military guys who have left the forces. So I received the mentor from Hero Openers and uh, someone who had been there, done it and got the t-shirt and he's been a fantastic guiding light for me getting my business up and running and um, being successful. Nothing better than veterans helping veterans, right? Exactly. We know how to speak the same language and we're on the same wavelength all the time. So listen, you've got your business now and in terms of getting yourself contracts and getting yourself work in the FM sector, has has being a veteran or service leaver kind of helped you meet that challenge? Massively. I've been in um, front of um, six board of directors for a national hospital and won the contract mainly, I think, because I said I was a former soldier in the British Army and I know for a fact that went down well when I spoke to him after I'd won the contract. Well, fantastic source. All those skills, they're probably expecting you to be organised and turn up on time, which we always kind of joke about, but in seriousness, you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Exactly. Right time, right place, right kit, and we always provide the services that are required. Mark, fantastic. Thanks for your insights there and hope you have a, a great day. Thank you. And I'm with Frankie Collins, who's the talent acquisition partner with CBRE. Frankie, welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, Frankie, tell me your role at uh, kind of finding talent and bringing it into the company. What is it about veterans that kind of appeals to the company? Why, why are you looking at that particular group? Well, uh, as a, historically, as a, as a business, we've always, you know, required to look at outside of our kind of industry and markets. And we found that... Um, you know, personnel from, from the military uh, with military backgrounds tend to do quite well with our organisation. So um, we've got so many senior to mid to senior like kind of level uh, managers to director level and even some of our engineers um, have all come from uh, a military background. Um, and we just find that you know their leadership qualities, their skill sets, their qualifications 
it all transfers into our business. Um, and you know, with a little bit of training and a bit of development, uh, which is you know, a big thing, CBRE, we're always focusing on on learning development. Um, we can kind of mould. Uh, individuals to become the future leaders of, of our business, which you know we've got so many examples of. So, Frankie, FM facilities management really wide ranging in terms of the kind of roles that exist with it within FM. Is there a particular area within FM that you find service leaders naturally kind of gravitate towards, or you, or you kind of have a proliferation of those within within your company? Well. Our business is essentially, you know, we, we self-deliver engineering. Uh, engineering is um, the, the, at the forefront of, of our service to our customers as long, alongside, you know, the soft services, facilities management. Um, but essentially, you know, the, the areas that we're, we're looking at um, are those particular roles. So, you know, talking about mobile or static engineering, heart, you know, electrical, mechanical, um, those types of roles are, are really um, the, the, probably the, the examples that we've got in our area, the business, is more aligned to, um, to, to military personnel that either coming from the Royal Engineers or the Navy, um, you know, but not, you know, not, not kind of discounting any other areas of, of the military as well. Well, looking forward to the speakers and some of the insights we're going to get today. But Frankie, thanks for your time. No problem. Cheers.